Attention SLPs and OTs with existing private practices. Are you ready to level up your private practice and your life and make this your breakthrough year? If so, join us for Make More in 2024, a free training offered on Thursday, March 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern to discover how to shift from clinician to CEO. During the training, we'll talk about the importance of maximizing your income, adding revenue streams, setting up systems, and more so that you can ultimately work smarter and build a successful, sustainable, and sellable business. To sign up, just visit growyourprivatepractice.com backslash training. Don't miss the chance to learn how to effectively navigate the growth phase of the private practice journey. See you on the training. One reason why SLPs put off starting private practices is because they worry that they need a lot of money for startup costs. But have you ever thought about the cost of not starting a practice, both in terms of money you could be earning and also time you could be spending with the people and things that you love doing? Today, I want to flip the script and talk about the cost of not starting a private practice. So stay tuned. I'm Jenna Castro-Casbon, speech-language pathologist, business coach, and creator of the Start Your Private Practice system. And I'm on a mission to turn stuck SLPs into successful private practitioners. If you're tired of dealing with high productivity requirements, high caseload sizes, and low pay, it's time to take control of your professional, personal, and financial life and finally get the freedom flexibility, and financial abundance that you deserve by working with private clients in your own practice. Join me here each week as I share tips, best practices, and inspirational interviews on the Private Practice Success Stories podcast. If you're a private practitioner or one in the making, you're in the right place, so let's get started. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Private Practice Success Stories podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about the cost of not starting a private practice. I'm going to talk about some startup costs, if you're interested in hearing about that. But I'm also going to talk about what you've been missing out on by not getting started. Because we tend to think about costs as financial, but there are also time costs and psychological and emotional costs as well. And I want to make sure that we're talking about those too. So first, let's talk about the surface level issue, the monetary cost of starting a private practice. Let me just say that starting a private practice isn't as expensive as you may think. Are there startup costs? Yes. But many SLPs tell me that they want to wait until they have $5,000 to $10,000 or more saved up before starting their private practices. Guess what? On a typical SLP salary, that could take years. And Lord knows you have other things to allocate your money toward. So that is one reason why SLPs keep putting it off. Fans of The Office may remember the episode where boss Michael Scott thinks that you're supposed to save three years salary for an engagement ring, not the general rule of closer to two months salary. That is very similar to what SLPs think that they need to have saved up before starting their practice. Most SLPs put unnecessary barriers in front of them, 
and think that they can't start with private clients until they have a brick and mortar space, which depending on where you live, could be anywhere from $250 a month to $5,000 a month or more. And once you have an office space, you need office furniture, desks, computers, and decorations to fill that space. Standardized assessments, logos, and branding. People also think that they can't get started until they've bought standardized assessments, have a logo made and branding done, having a professionally done website, and having a lawyer to help you file your business designation. That is why SLPs think that you need to have so much saved up. Because if you want to have all of that before you get started, you can, right? Because if you want to have all of that done before you get started, well, you do need five to $10,000. Now, you can start with all of those things, but you don't need those things. Here's what you do need. You need professional liability insurance, a business license if it's required in your town, and a documentation system, all of which together costs about $150, not $5,000. I teach students in the Start Your Private Practice program to get started with the basics that they need to legally cover themselves so that they can be profitable from the very beginning. I teach my students to reinvest in themselves and in their business over time as you have paying clients to cover the expenses rather than going in debt just to get started. Because I don't want you stacking business loans on top of student loans. Let me tell you a quick story about when I first met Bobby a few years ago. She was hesitant to start a private practice because she didn't think she could afford to. And here's what she said. She said, when I told Jenna that I wanted to open a private practice once my debts were paid off, she told me that opening a private practice could be how I paid those debts off. And she was right. If you have student loans, credit card debt, a mortgage, etc., you can use your private practice income to speed up the process of paying down or paying off your debt, just like Bobby did. But in order to do that, you have to start, which I'm happy to show you how to do the right way from day one. Now let's talk about the next point, the costs associated with saying no to people who want to pay you for your services and what you've missed out on. Question, how many people have asked you if you treat privately that you have said no to? Chances are at least one, but probably more people have asked you if you treat private clients and you have said no because, well, you weren't set up to. Let's do some quick math. Let's say that over the course of your career, at least four people have asked you to do private therapy that you've passed on. Then let's say that the first time you were asked about this was about three years ago. If you had kept just those clients and saw each of them for one session per week for six months each, and you charged $85 per session, you would have missed out on $8,840. So by saying no and deciding not to get your ducks in a row and get set up and ready to start, you have lost out on some income that you could have had in your bank account or done something with. But rather than dwell on the past, let's make a plan for the future. 
So the first thing I want you to do is to pick a financial goal. Do you want to earn extra income and maybe earmark that money for paying bills, paying off debt, building your savings, or having extra money to do fun things? Maybe you want to supplement your retirement income so that when you are able to say goodbye to the busy day-to-day, you have enough not to work, or you could see clients in your retirement and on your own schedule. Paying off debt is a biggie. Rather than waiting to start your private practice until you pay off that debt, use your private practice earnings to pay off your debt sooner. Also, I want you to be thinking about the long term, building wealth and generational wealth for your family and changing your family tree. It's hard, if not impossible, to meet your financial goals on your SLP salary, especially if your expenses keep increasing, but your salary doesn't. Let's do some quick math and think about how you can reach your financial goals. So grab a pen and paper or open the calculator app on your phone and think about how many sessions per week you could do to start out. We're going to use three sessions a week for your first example. So let's say you charged $100 an hour. That would be an extra $300 per week. Now let's multiply that by four, which would equal $1,200 per month. And if you're thinking $100 an hour sounds high, maybe based on where you live, what about $80 an hour? That would equal an extra $960 per month or $11,000 per year. Imagine if working an extra three hours per week could help you cover your loan payment, your kids' camps, or if you didn't get a raise this year, be more than your annual raise. How cool would that be? Another way to look at this is, what is your annual salary? How many hours per week at $100 or $80 per hour would you have to do to replace your salary or even double it? So ask yourself, when could you see clients? Imagine what it would look like if you saw clients after work, on the weekends or during the summer, even like three sessions on a Saturday morning. Imagine how cool that would be for you and your family to have that extra money coming in. And you would be doing the same job you do every day, but now you're your own boss and you've cut out the middleman. Pretty cool, huh? So here's what that could look like for you. You can see clients after work, on the weekends, or over the summer. Then you've built your caseload, your income, and your confidence. And as your caseload and referrals grow, you could decrease your hours at your job and increase the time in private practice. Are your wheels turning now? I hope they are. Now that you understand that private practice can help you either add income on top of your job if you do it part-time or actually replace and even double your income if you go at this full-time. Most people start private practices on the side as a way to add to their income, but as they grow, They quit their jobs after they're able to replace their income. It doesn't matter what your financial goals are, but private practice is a vehicle to help you get there. If you want more freedom, flexibility, fulfillment, and financial abundance, you have to make a plan for it. And this doesn't mean rushing into anything. It means making a financial plan to support your life and your goals. I want you to start to think about private practice differently. 
think about it strategically as a way to reach your financial goals. That if you want to earn more, you see more clients. In private practice, you are compensated for working harder, which is probably not true at your current setting. So sit down with a calculator and figure out what your financial goals and your income potential is over time. When SLPs invest in my program, they literally have all of the information they need to double their salary by working a few extra hours per week to literally being able to 10x their current salary over time. Sometimes people comment that my program is expensive, and that's because they're thinking about it as a cost. A cost is something that you use once and then don't get a return on, like toilet paper or new tires. You buy those things and then you use them and then you have to buy them again. But when you invest in something, especially knowledge, you spend some money now to learn how to create exponentially more income over time. My program has a great return on your investment, and it's priced the same as that one credit course that you wish you had been able to take in grad school that wasn't available. Well, now it is available for you to learn how to earn as an SLP. I want you to commit to starting your private practice now. Stop waiting. The last time I opened enrollment for Start Your Private Practice, people told me that they had been waiting anywhere from six months to six years, and even since 1994 to start their private practice. You are qualified. You know what you're doing clinically. If you need help with the business aspects of things, let me help you with that. Do something that your future self will thank you for. Now I want to talk about other costs associated with not starting a private practice. Hidden costs. Many SLPs start private practices because they want more flexibility in their schedule. What they're saying is, is that they want more time to be with their families or to do the things that they want to do. The cost of working for someone else is not having control over your time. When you own your own business, you can easily change your schedule so that you can attend a performance at your child's school. Or decide not to work on Fridays so that you can go to a special yoga class or get a weekly massage. Or decide that you don't want to work on nights or weekends. Time is our most precious resource. And if you feel like you're missing out on time with loved ones or yourself, don't wait for more time to magically appear. Create it. Create time and space in your calendar. And the easiest way to do this is to take control of your time by becoming your own boss. Another high cost of not taking control of your life is burnout. And this is a high, high cost. If you get burned out, not only does it impact your career, but often your family when you get home at the end of the day and you're anxious or stressed or depressed on the weekends or have the Sunday scaries on Sunday nights. SLPs often struggle with burnout, not because they don't want to work hard, they're no strangers to working hard, but because we don't have control over how we spend our time. Administrators keep adding more meetings, more paperwork, more clients to your caseload, and you don't have time to do it all, let alone provide high quality care, which is your top priority. Guess what? It's often not the institution that you works for highest priority. 
They say it is, but what they really want is for you to be pawns in their numbers game. How many people can they get you to see? How many kids or adults can they add to your caseload? How high can they set your productivity requirement? How little can they get away with paying you and also avoid giving you raises or bonuses? You got into this profession to help people, not to feel stuck and unable to help them. You were meant for more and you deserve more. And so does your family and your future private clients. So as we talked about, starting a private practice doesn't cost as much as you may think. And there are costs associated with not starting a practice. We also talked about income that you've missed out on by not starting and how to calculate your earning potential over time and also why you should start your private practice now so that you don't waste any more time under earning as an SLP. We talked about how you can make a plan and put your plans in motion to earn more so that you can increase your financial security and abundance and change your financial future for yourself and your family. We also talked about how precious time is and how by letting others control your schedule, you're missing out on valuable time with your family and time for yourself to do whatever it is that you want to do. I teach people to think about private practice as a vehicle to help you and your family get what you want and what you need, and not just another clinical setting. Use private practice as a way to earn more money, to have more time with your family, to be able to work with ideal clients and truly make a difference. Y'all are smart. You know this stuff. You just need to see that for every day that you aren't treating private clients, People are missing out. They are missing out on much needed high quality therapy. You are missing out on helping more people. You're missing out on income. You're missing out on fulfilling your dreams. You're missing out on spending more time with your kids or being that clinician that you always wanted to be when you first started. If you heard the message today loud and clear and you're like, Jenna, you're right. I've been putting this off for too long, passing up opportunities to earn more passing up time with my family, and passing up opportunities to help people in my community, and it's time to turn my future around and get started, then I want you to send me a message on Instagram. You can find me at Independent Clinician, and let's talk about how you can take back control of your life and your future through private practice, either full-time or on the side of your job. I'm serious. Send me a DM and let's talk. There are so many SLPs who have started their private practice in the last year during a pandemic and the need for services in small towns and big cities is about to take off even more as we come out of COVID. So I want to help you get your ducks in a row and set up so that you can help these people while helping yourself and your family too. So send me a DM on Instagram at independent clinician. And let's talk about if you're a good candidate for my program. And if you are, I will offer you a spot. Now, I only offer spots to people that I feel like I can truly help. And I'm picky about who I let in because I want to make sure that it's a good fit for you. I'm on a mission to help 1,000 SLPs start their private practices this year. But I want to make sure that there are the right people, you know? I want to make sure that you are ready and willing to do the work. So if you're the kind of person who wants to work hard so that you can play hard, shoot me a DM on Instagram and let's chat.
Again, you can find me at Independent Clinician. I hope to talk to you soon, and I also hope that you'll tune in next week for another episode of the Private Practice Success Stories podcast. Till then. I decided to invest in the Start Your Private Practice program because I honestly had no idea where to start. (laughs) And I just didn't really have the confidence or the know-how to be able to do that. So it was really nice to have a system that was all set up for me. I didn't have to reinvent the wheel or start from scratch. It was all there for me. And I was able to land a client within about the first week and a half of me going public with my private practice. So now I have 12 clients. It is such an invigorating and amazing experience. If you want help to start your speech therapy private practice, then head on over to startyourprivatepractice.com backslash waitlist so that you will be notified as soon as we reopen the doors to the Start Your Private Practice system. Again, that's startyourprivatepractice.com backslash waitlist. I cannot wait to help you start your private practice. Well, this episode might be over, but we don't have to say goodbye. Head on over to independentclinician.com for resources that will help you at each stage of your private practice journey. If you're on Instagram, let's connect. Follow me and send me a DM. I'm at independent clinician. And if you're on Facebook, make sure that you join the SLP and OT Private Practice Beginners Facebook group. All right, off to help more regular SLPs and OTs become successful private practitioners. Let me know if I can help you too.